Greetings EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes broadcast between the 9th and the 12th of October 2023. Hello, how are you? You alright? Jolly, jolly good. Uh, joining me, as usual, is the delightful Ree. Hello Ree, how are you this week? Well, I, Hello, Rob. Nice. I was going to say, nice to see I, you again. I should know this week. If you are following any of our socials, you may have seen a little photo of me and Ree together this week because I went to your land and uh, was, doing some sh- was doing some shopping and stuff. Went to see Miriam Margulies. Uh, and yeah, it was a lot of time. And so I gave Ree a message. I was like, uh, I'm in your neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. With, with no notice. By the way, everyone, didn't no. think to mention this until no. it was actually Thought in I'd my land. You. Thought Sheffield. I'd give you a lovely surprise. <clears throat> he did, he did. Yeah. It was a surprise. And yeah. thank you, everyone, because we bought a coffee, didn't we, Rob? Yes, we did. So we had you a lovely paid for coffee that. together. Thank and you. I had a, and I had a nice brownie as well. A caramel <sighs> ganache. That brownie was lush. Caramel ganache you. brownie. Ooh. I, I recommended Rob with one of my favourite mm. brownies at a cafe. And really oh, nice. it did not disappoint, did it? It did not. Right then, ladies and gents, bit of news. Uh, next week, I'm off on my travels again, I'm afraid. I'm off to Italy this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Italy. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Uh, so, unless something absolutely mammoth and out of the blue happens next week, uh, mm. we won't be here next week. Uh, and like I say, unless something huge happens, in which case we'll try and get something of some form to you. But it may be re- a day late if it's yeah, something if mammoth. It does, if it does. And, yeah. and only if it's big and mammoth, because I'll be in the air and travelling around and stuff. And about six stone heavier because of all the pizza and pasta and red wine I'm planning <sighs> on consuming. <laughs> And gelato, their ice cream is yeah. incredible, and Rob. Tiramisu. Mm. Yes. Mm. And the mm-hmm. odd the old gladiator. Who knows? Not Who at knows? all jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there we go. But that's next week. We're here this week, uh, and we have another week of EastEnders to discuss. Um, not the biggest week, but that's okay. That's allowed. You know, now and again they need to give themselves a little bit of a breather. Until they throw mm-hmm. the next big thing at us. Hopefully that won't be next week because we I hate it when we're not here and we do miss a big week. That's always the worst, isn't it? So hopefully I have, nothing I, I too have mammoth. A, I have a feeling that um it may be yeah. spoil or something. It's gonna be a bit bigger than it, this. But you know the... Yeah, it's gonna be a bit bigger than this week next week, unfortunately. Mm. So anyway, we'll see what we can do. Uh but then let's discuss this week's EastEnders, shall we, Ray? Let's do it. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, off we go. And um, we shall start with Keanu, Sharon, Karen and Dorian, who I think Dorian might have gotten this week now. I think he did his little scam and then he buggered off again. I think I, I got that vibe. I think he might not. Well, be I'll be honest, at the start of the week, I'm like, oh, so she's going to marry Dorian at Christmas. I was right. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, I'm like, she's definitely not marrying definitely Dorian, not marrying Dorian, Dorian. Christmas. Definitely yeah. not marrying Dorian. Yes. So it might, it seems that we might have got a little clue as to why Sharon is wearing a wedding dress at Christmas because mm. Keanu has come up, or rather Karen has come up with a rather devious plan that may well result in Sharon getting nearly married on Christmas Day. I suspect she's not going to get fully married, if I'm honest. She looks a bit oh. distracted come Christmas Day, if we mm. uh, if, if you take my meaning. So we shall have to wait and see how that plays out. Um, but it seems that at the start of the week that Sharon and Dorian are getting a little bit closer. Dorian clearly fancies Sharon, and basically everybody is telling Sharon how gorgeous Dorian is, including Kathy. Really nice scene between... Um, Kathy and Sharon this week really enjoyed that yeah 
There's been nice. some nice scenes as well. And um, Elaine's been getting involved as well, hasn't she? A little yes. bit with those scenes, I've noticed, yeah. Mm-hmm. We did a nice scene with Elaine and Sharon Clear in the air, actually, because we've not really yeah. had that. So now we can see that they can just get on. That's yeah, nice although, arguably, it wasn't really Elaine's fault. It was more Linda's fault than Elaine's fault. Elaine just sort of came and assumed yeah. it was all sorted, didn't she? But yeah, you're right. It's nice that they kind of put it all to bed and, and all this Sharon well, was annoyed at Elaine, though, even though it weren't Elaine's fault, weren't uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, so Keanu's got all jealous because Dorian keeps like presenting Sharon with like flowers and everything, and he's getting all caught. Cool. This is the thing about Keanu. I mean, he's just so immature, isn't he? I get where he's coming from, kind of this week but for the most part it's just him throwing a little bit of a strop because he's seen sharon with another man well from i know what you're saying he is being Mm. immature but from his point of view she's asked him to babysit and then he's seeing her on what he what he thinks is a date so Mm. i can kind of see why he'd be a bit annoyed and think all right you want me to look at you're only asking me to look after him so you can go and have a date nice one Mm. But you're right, he didn't handle it in a very mature way, did he? No. His response to that was what, Rob? Well, his (laughs) response to that, I mean, yeah, his response to that is just to basically just get in a mood about it and sort of, because the thing is, Sharon has now decided uh, that she's going to take the job offer that Dorian gave her in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi. How do you say it? Abu Dhabi. Is it Abu Dhabi? I'd, I'd say Abu <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Abu, Abu, Abu Dhabi. Oh, now you make Abu Dhabi. 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 Anyway, so she's she's going there anyway. She's decided that it was going to be a great idea. She's going to take Albi with her for a year, which bizarrely enough, Keanu isn't too keen on the idea of that, uh, and neither is Karen. Uh, we we had quite a lot of Karen and Sharon. Uh, battles this week. Now, it's quite strange, really, because in a way, Sharon and Karen, apart from the fact that their names rhyme, uh, have quite a lot in common. You know, they've both lost kids. Yes. You'd think that mm-hmm. they would be able to kind of find some common ground between them so that they could get on, but Karen is in mega sort of mother protective mode. Overprotective, some would argue, I would say. Um, I, I've been thinking this all week, because really, from Karen's perspective, she should be saying, oh, well, the mum's the mum's everything. Not that I'm mm. saying it necessarily is that way, but that's how she's had to bring her kids up. Yeah. As far as we know, most of her kids' fathers haven't been around, so I'm quite surprised that she's been We've so... about one. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So, and, yeah, I don't know. Something's not quite rang true with all this Karen malarkey. It felt the a bit thing forced, is, hasn't it? Yeah, well, the thing is with Karen, you kind of get the sense that they're very much sort of you know, she's on her way out and they're sort of trying to not make us care about it too much in some respects. They're trying to make her as unlikable as they can get her. And mm-hmm. it's working, in all fairness, because you sort and in, in some ways it almost feels a little bit out of character for, for Karen to be this sort of. I know her and Sharon. That's what I mean. Yeah. I know her and Sharon have never seen quite eye to eye. I get that. But like the fact that Karen now wants to force Keanu to marry her and then basically just create this whole false relationship so that he can not only get custody of Albie, as if he's going to get custody of Albie, by the way, in the resultant divorce. And she also wants Keanu to completely flee Sharon of every penny that she possesses. It's... It's just... Yeah, it's just not ringing true, is it? Let's be honest. Also, before Keanu came back, Karen and Sharon had quite an amicable relationship. She often used to be babysit for Albie, didn't she? Yeah, you know well, that? I think they were they were kind of just sort of getting along, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, amicable, Karen, though, yeah. Yeah, am- fairly amicable, yeah. It was, it's, yeah, this is sort of 
been it's, it's sort they, I think they'd like us to think that it's been building up for a while, but I think the quite it was it went in quite a sharp direction this week. I thought, which mm. kind of felt a little bit at odds with. I, I know it's and it's hard to describe because I know Karen and Sharon haven't have had these rows before, and I know that they are sort of they they have argued quite a lot, but it feels like this is Karen taking everything to the next level rather than her just trying to deal with Sharon on a human level. She's now like visibly plotting in order to bring Sharon down mm. to make Sharon suffer, which again, doesn't feel Karen's not normally this devious and not normally this sort of, this sort of villainous role. It doesn't really suit her. I don't think. So it's a yeah. shame. It is a shame. And if you would follow Lorraine Stanley on Twitter, she has been uh, retweeting a few things, a few little opinions, and she says that she didn't particularly enjoy play. She said that she didn't really enjoy playing playing Karen like this, which is interesting. I think you can kind of tell that when she's yeah. doing it. If I'm honest with you, yeah, I know it's a shame. It is a shame that mm. that Karen's going out this way. Um, and does it kind of suggest to you that Karen's definitely going to get killed off as well? No, I is actually no, no. I think it's going to just end in a going to live with Chatham and Riley. And oh, yeah, maybe. we had a bit of a mention of Chatham and Riley earlier this week, and I thought, yeah, hmm, yeah, is that way? I actually, I think it's just all going to blow up, and then Literally. she's just going to go and leave, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think that she'll get killed off now. I think she's just going to go and live with those two. I think okay. that's how it's. I think it's all going to make her realise that she's doing all of this, and she's got two of her own sons mm. who are still really young and need her, so she needs to go and join them. I think that's what will happen. I do think that killing Karen off would be an unnecessary amount of pain for the Taylors, considering what they've yeah. gone through since they arrived. You know, the fact that they lost Chantel, that was a real mm. painful period for mm. them. And now for the kids to effectively become orphans as well, like that would be pretty Well, they're not really kids anymore, are they? I know, but at the same time, they're too young to sort of be in that position, I feel, I feel. Yeah. like. They're just, yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're just starting out off in life properly. You know, they've got jobs and there's, you know, and they're just starting to get used to sort of living an adult life. I feel it's way too young to be put in that position, bless them. So, I don't know, we'll mm. have, to see how it, have to see how it plays out. Um, but any kind of thoughts that you might have had about Dorian and Sharon having a potential future was all thrown out the window this week because the pie and mash and fight event thing happened. Pie, 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 no, pie, pie and a punch up. Pie, pie and a punch up, absolutely. Uh, so that was all going <laughs> ahead. And basically what this was, was a big event where you could come and bet on uh, the boxing rounds and the outcomes. It's all very bloodlust, isn't it? I don't, I could, I, this is completely and utterly outside of my comfort zone doing anything like that. I wouldn't have a clue. There was literally moments where I was kind of like, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm not that butch, I'm afraid. I know kind of things happen in rounds, etc. but yeah. I just cannot. And I know, like, I don't know. they said, uh, blood sports are not for yes, me. I don't no. understand the appeal. I know, when the bell, I know when the bell goes off, then that means the round's over. I don't know how many rounds there are. <laughs> I don't know exactly how he's... In it, just until, until one of them don't get up when they're counting down from yeah. 10 seconds. That's you literally knock somebody, you knock somebody into a cobra yeah. and then you win, apparently. I, I don't know. I don't know. Brilliant. Let's go yeah. watch. Anyway. But this was a big event at the boxing den. Uh, and right down to the last fight, where it seems that Dorian did a little bit of a, uh, a fiddle with the... Well, so to speak. Uh, fiddled the last result of the match so that he ended up raking it in doing a sort of side bet with people uh, and then seems to have just run for the hills and put the, the, the boxing den's reputation at risk because it's all going to come out that they were sort of doing these dodgy deals in order to get more money out of the punters. So that's going to put Sharon's reputation at risk. 
So mm-hmm. when Keanu finds this out from George, I'm not quite sure who rang George up to give him this information, but George found he out. Went, he went and spoke to two guys at the back, Queen Bitch, yeah. do you remember? Two yeah, lads, yeah, yeah. and he went, oh, lads have just told me. Yeah, for the lads, because the lads the know lads. all. The lads of yeah. knowledge. Um, and so Keanu is delighted by this outcome because it means that he can he's got to get in with Sharon so can then start this seduction thing. To be fair to Keanu, he's not sure about this plan at first, but then when he realises that Sharon is definitely going to Abu Dhabi uh, with Albie, whether he likes it or not, he realises that he's got no other option uh, in order to keep Albie in his life. So he kind of just he begins the seduction thing. It's it's mad, this. Although I don't believe... you'd, think, you'd think him discovering this about Dorian and make him go, she's probably not going to go to Abu Dhabi now, is she? Why, well, she's not going. This... She's, she's clearly not, is she? Why would she? Nah. Why would she now? Nah. So yeah, all of this is kind of like she's. If if the only reason that you're doing this is so that Sharon stays around Walford and the fact that Albie would stay around Walford, if she's now no longer going to Abu Dhabi, then all of this there's no point to this now, surely, is there? Yeah, none of it makes sense. It don't make sense for Keanu to agree to it either. Like, obviously, we're reluctant when Karen's saying it at first, and then he just agrees, mm. and it's like that's out of character for him as well. So it all feels very forced. This the thing is, I don't believe that Sharon would fall for this. I know that she no, we're, supposed that, to be, yeah. we're supposed to be thinking that Sharon is kind of still in love with Keanu, and I kind of got the impression that Sharon has sort of realised what she was getting into with Keanu. It feels mm. like a bit of a backstep for her because she seems to be sort of like, do you know what, actually, we're very different people, we're very different ages, we're different generations, we want different things in life. This relationship in itself was clearly a was clearly a mistake and it's not really gonna work. But she with this week it apparently only takes a bit of a flutter of the eyelashes from Keanu and a bit of tenderness and she's all kind of muscles in it, Rob. Muscles. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. It's uh, <laughs> wouldn't work on me. Wouldn't work on me at all. Oh, I know it no, wouldn't no, at no. all. No, I, I liked that. I I'm enjoyed that of an ox, me. <laughs> Oh, Sharon Solicitor. I liked her. Yeah, yeah. I liked her. I'd like her, her to be Sharon's Richie, actually. Yes. I liked her. Yeah, I liked yeah, her a lot. That'd be and nice. She liked, she liked Keanu as well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah like, like... Strictly off record, I see the appeal. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think we all see the appeal. Nothing wrong we with the do. Appeal. Nothing but wrong with Keanu's Karen's appeal. then Karen sat next to him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's all very odd. So there we go then. So where do you think, do you reckon this is going to be it now? This is why Sharon's in a wedding dress on Christmas Day. Well, yeah, clearly. Must be, but must not it? So this it works, just, None clearly. of it rings true. Do you think Keanu's going to do it? And then as he's, as he's going along, he's going to go, oh, actually, this relationship could work. And now yeah, I'm, I, I can't... Even, yes. I don't want the plan to go ahead. And I yeah. genuinely feel this way, surely. Well, I mean, the other thing, of course, is the fact that Karen, who is, seems to be sort of the main instigator of this plan, and I yeah. think is going to be the one that if whenever Keanu has an inevitable wobble, which I think he will, I think Keanu will sort of start to feel guilty that he's doing this at some point. Yeah. Um, the, the person that presumably will be trying to keep him on track for all of this will be Karen. And I get the impression that Karen's not going to be still going to be there come Christmas. Mm. So it's... So Depends when she's leaving. Exactly. I feel like she's going to be gone by Chris by the time Christmas comes around. So you kind of get the impression maybe that Keanu will realise, oh, actually, I'm still in love with Sharon, which I think he he is. I don't think there's been any doubt that he still has had feelings for Sharon all this time. Well, that's that's what confused me, because when he had a chat with Karen, he said, oh, it won't be hard for... I, I can pretend that I'm still in love with Sharon. So we're implying mm. that he's not at all. I think he is. Believe. No, I, I think he is. Yeah, I think he definitely, all... he definitely is. Yeah. Uh, we've we've not mentioned sorry what I was asking you earlier when he saw Sharon with Dorian that his oh, solution yeah. was 
to go and take Albie out to go and get his ear pierced. I didn't quite Oh, yeah. That. I mean, they, well, no, I understood this completely. Actually, this, well, I thought, was actually quite in character for Keanu, especially... Uh, yeah, as, okay, in, okay. Because actually what this was, this had nothing to do with, Al, with getting Albie's ear pierced. This was to do with marking him as his son, wasn't it? This was a, this ah, was a pure... Okay. That was a pure territory move. Mm, you know, fair. if we're... Yeah. That was about, look, this is basically tagging him as a tailor. Like, because Sharon would never have done that to him in a million years. So he comes back with this sort of Del Boy stud in his ear. This is kind of diamante type, kind of almost like basically half a metal bar through his ear. It's mad, isn't it? I don't think you should be allowed. I've got to be honest. I mean, this may prove controversial, but I don't think that should be legally allowed. You should be legally allowed to do that to a kid of that age. I really don't. I just, if you're not allowed to get a kid tattooed, why can you shove a piece of metal through their ear? It's a bit different because it heals. I I'm mean, not I a dad. Per- I, know I, per- I personally wouldn't get my daughter's ears pierced that young. It can be a cultural thing in some cultures. Uh, yeah, I've seen, fair, 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 I've fair. seen some very young babies with their ears pierced and gone, oh, and then thought, well, you know, might have th- common. Yeah, but, I yeah. feel like it's something that maybe the kids should have some level of choice in. That's just me. That's just me. You know, p- parents are different. All parents are different. You know what I mean? I'm not criticising anybody. I think I've, no, the better way to word this out how I feel is actually I'm surprised that, it's, that, it, that you're allowed to do that. I think it's, it's closest to the mark. Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised that mm-hmm. if you're not allowed to take a kid to be tattooed, I'm surprised that you're allowed to give them a piercing. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Um, but yeah, as far as Keanu doing it to Albie's concerned, that was all about territory. That was all about him marking. And then basically that was nothing to do with Albie. It was all to do with Sharon. Look what I've done to my son because I can do that to my son because he's my he's son. He's my son. He's my yeah, son as yeah, well as you. That's all that, that was about. Mm. That's all that was about. Definitely. So, but the, the, by the end of the week, the, uh, the piercings quickly disappeared. And the and the uh, ear can heal up. But yeah, that was that was quite. A, I was I, that was a move. I'll give him that. That was a hell of a move. And Sharon had a very valid point of you know yeah. if it gets infected because yeah. Keanu clearly didn't think about that one, did he? Because it can happen very easily. With I these doubt he took it well. to Claire's accessories. Put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, I oh dear. Done. Oh yes, that he fainted in the middle of Claire's accessories because I'm such Same a butch right. person. Yeah, I had mine done there as well. Yeah, there we go. They sli- I thought they were going to put me in like a side room or something. Oh, no, 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 no. They sit. Oh, no, you're in the window. Yeah, no, you're in the yeah, window yeah, for I was, everyone no, to I, see, aren't you? I wasn't in the window. I was smack right back in the middle of the store. They have a stool oh. in the middle of a store for people yeah, who are getting yeah. their ears pierced. All right, you want to have your ears pierced, hard man? Let's see how you deal with everyone's watching you. Come on. Yes, I did. Uh... You've got a point because places like Blue Banana, other places are available to get piercings from. They even take you into a back room, to be fair, yeah. if you're having a piercing. So Man, you have got it? a point. Yeah. So there we are then. So yeah, I think it's. I think what's going to happen here is that Keanu is going to start doing this plan, and then he is going to realise, oh, actually, no, I'm still in love with Sharon, and then something about the plan is going to have to continue in order for the wedding not to happen on Christmas Day. Mm. And then that will officially put Keanu on the floor as a suspect, effectively. that's This is what's really going to start framing Keanu as the suspect for for being on the floor, I think. It could still be Dorian, you know, Rob. He's, a, I, he's an idol of people. <laughs> not that much, I don't feel. You know, I feel yeah, like I he is, I think he's gone now, Dorian. I get that impression. But why else was he here just to make Keanu jealous? Probably. 
probably. And to give and mm. to give Sharon that opportunity that she so she felt that she could maybe kind of leave Walford for a bit and then sort of yeah. Okay. No, I think, and Rocky, like, and then he yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So then, yeah. He's done his thing. You know what I mean? He's done yeah. his thing. He's sort of moved a few characters around in quite a sort of way that we didn't even really notice he was doing it, and then sort of mm. left again. So, but I feel like that's probably the last we're going to see of Dory, and I might be wrong, okay. but I feel like he's I feel like his time is done. So there we are then. But let us know in the comments section where you think the Sharon and Keanu storyline are going. They still have big fans, by the way, you know. I see quite a lot of support for Shianu, uh, for Shianu on uh, on Twitter. So they do have their fan base, which is lovely. You know, every couple should have one. I think that they could work, if I'm honest. I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I would... Mm. I ship them. I definitely yeah. ship them, actually. Yeah, fair yeah. Play. I think that they... I, I see them working, to be fair, yeah. I just think that it's... You know, I got them as a, an affair couple. I thought that really, really worked. Mm. I understood I understood yeah. both of their motivations completely with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the fact that Sharon was feeling neglected by Phil. And so this hot stud gives us some attention. And then why the hell wouldn't you? And then Keanu being a bit of a... I think he was 19 when they were doing it, weren't they? So he was very much sort of swept away by this gorgeous blonde. So I kind of got that. I got, I got the motivations there. But... Ever since they tried to then turn that into an actual relationship and then getting engaged and married, something about them as characters, I feel they're not suited together. I think that they were suited together for a hot, steamy affair, but I don't know if their relationship is ever going to work out. Yeah, but now that they've had a kid and they're trying to co-parent mm. and they both admire each other as parents, I think that's not yeah. I don't think Sharon admires Keanu as a parent that much, in all fairness. Got that she does. She's been week. saying it. No, she's been saying it all week. She's been saying opposite. She's been saying, you're a great father. I'd never take that away from you. Wow. Yeah, I'll be adores you. You're, you're such a good dad. She's always mm. saying it. Maybe, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting little relationship to sort of watch develop. But I don't think that they're going to there for the long run. I feel like having Albie almost forced them to be in this position because I feel like if Albie mm. hadn't come along, this wouldn't be a thing. So oh, no, it's, it wouldn't, would it's, it? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's to sort of see them forced to try and make something that might not work work. I don't know. It's We'll see where it goes. But yeah, let us know in the comment section below what you think of Shianu. Uh, do you think that Keanu might be heading towards a Christmas day on the floor exit? You never know. These are officially a suspect. Uh, let us know in the comments section below. On to Rocky now. And Harvey has had suspicions that Rocky may now be addicted to gambling. Uh, And he's got the wrong end of a stick there because obviously Rocky is not addicted to gambling. He's just becoming rather addicted to try and sort out his uh, increasing money worries about paying off his massive debt that they've had to do because of Joe. Hold Um, on. Yes. Hold on. Yes. You're saying he's not addicted to gambling? No, not at all. No, I don't think he's addicted to gambling. I think he's just they're becoming desperately, he's desperately trying to sort out the money situation and gambling is... Have we I been watching the same fix. show? He's I'm not addicted like, to gambling. Why do you not... I, I think he is addicted to gambling. I thought no. that was the point of the story. No, 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 no. What do you mean? This... No. No, he's not. I am... No, you listen. You when I'm saying he is. Listen. He is becoming. He's 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 trying to sort out his problems quickly. I don't think he's addicted to gambling, but but he is trying to desperately get hold of cash quickly. And gambling, in his mind, is the quickest way of doing that. I think is the. I is, think is he's the addicted story. to gambling. He's definitely not. I think he's to been trying. I think he's been trying to get his problems sorted out quickly by gambling, and then become yeah. addicted to gambling. He's not addicted to gambling. I really don't think he's addicted to gambling. I disagree. Well, I think he is. Uh, I just think him. he's not. Let, let us know what you think. Let us know. Because otherwise we're going to have a massive fight. <laughs> he's, Ooh, I don't, 100%, on 
Hundred percent, he's not. He's trying to quickly solve solve his cast problems out. That's all he's doing. I don't think he's addicted to gambling at all because we just had a we just had a gambling addiction storyline with Lisa. We're not going to do another one. Why not? The, it ties in perfectly for everything. He's going to get himself into even more debt because of his gambling addiction, and then we know what's going to happen. Oh, see, but I think that he's Jones trying. Job. I feel like this is the gambling thing is going to fail, and he's just going. To, I think he's going to end up. I, th- I agree the fact that he's going to do this until he loses all his money, but I don't think it's a gambling addiction storyline. I think this is just a pathway to get him to a point of desperation where he ends up doing what we think he's. Going yeah, to do. I don't. I don't think that they're going to go down the. Oh, this is what happens when you get addicted to gambling. Yeah. I don't think that's what they're going to do with it. But I do think that we're meant to think that he's got a problem with gambling. Mm. Mm, I do. I think- don't- uh, anyway, uh, well, we're going to go around in circles here because yeah. we have very different opinions. Apparently. Very different opinions, apparently. I'm uh, but yes, that. but yeah, Harvey is kind of worried about him. He has noticed basically that Rocky keeps going to the gambling shops. Uh, that's the Olga again this week. I thought I quite like Olga. She's got a sassiness about mm. her. I enjoy Olga. She's all right. Ah, oh, she's all right. Uh, she's all right. Uh, and she uh, is kind of accommodating this. So I think this is the other thing. I think if you're in a, I think I don't know this for sure, but I think if you work in the gambling trade, you're sort of you're sort of trained to work out who the addicts are i feel i feel like that's yeah and then and then not give a you don't think they you don't think they care they're not i don't think they have a duty of care to do anything for people gambling you have to be over 18 and no i don't think no i don't think that they can set limits on people what do you do you're just going to another gambling shop that's true that's true how can you be responsible it's like Working in an off license, you're not responsible for the alcoholic who comes in mm. every week, are you? True. No, I don't, I don't know. I thought any... I had. I thought I had it in my head that there was something that they because obviously whenever you go on a gambling site, there's always things about warning you and putting limits on you mm. on your spending and all that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So I assumed that sort of translated to betting shops as well. I don't know. I, don't I could. Into betting I shops. could be wrong, but I don't think there is. No, mm. not in betting shops. Well, anyway, so uh, he he's <laughs> he's constantly trying. By the end of the week, he's actually got himself a fair win from the boxing thing because uh, the little. Uh, thing that Dorian does actually ends up working quite well for Rocky and he ends up getting quite a quite a win out of it. I think he gets about 500 quid from it. So he's delighted about that. Kathy's happy because all Kathy's really worried about is the fact that they need money to pay off this debt that they're in. Um, and he is basically kind of telling Kathy Fibs this week saying that Jay, it's Jay's fault because Jay's obviously distracted with grief uh, and he hasn't paid him properly, but actually it's got nothing to do with that. It's to do with the fact that Rocky's basically... I, so I get the feeling, actually, that Jay has been paying him and he's just basically trying to make more money out of the situation. Yeah, yes. exactly. That's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah. I, does Kathy not... Is it not weird that he's got it all in cash and like not in straight in bank account as well? Like, is that no, normal well, for him to get it in cash from well, I assume, he, I assume he, took, he, took, he takes it out of the cash point. It's, I think, to be fair, cash is more no, visual. No, says, I'll go and put it back into yeah, bank yeah, yeah, but ca- yeah, 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 but cash is more visual to the viewer. I think it's one of those things. You often see cash a lot more in soaps than you would do in real life because nobody carries cash around these days, do they? Yeah, but you can't draw 500 quid out of a cash machine. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting into the... Very <laughs> pernickety, very pernickety. <laughs> um... So yeah, but obviously this is all leading up to the calf fire, isn't it? This is this yeah. is where this is heading, and I think it's very kind of clear now that what how this calf fire is going to happen is clearly going to be Rocky that does this for an mm-hmm. insurance job. It's going to be a sort of last resort type thing, and that's going to cause no end of problems when that actually happens. I'm sort of really looking forward to it. Actually, I think the the, the fire is going to be quite an epic set of episodes. I'm excited. I just hope it's not next week. I don't think it is next week. I don't think it is. Oh, next okay. Week. Oh, no. Yeah, I, you said, yeah. You I did. hear, yeah, I hear tell it's a bit later on in the year. Yeah, I remember you saying now, actually. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'm quite exciting. To 
Mm. Um, so yeah, there's not really a huge amount to discuss with this, apart from the argument that we're having about whether Rocky's uh, <laughs> addicted or not. But I don't think he is. But do let us know whose team you're on with this. I don't think he's addicted. I think he's just trying to solve his problems. Rethinks thinks he's actually developing a problem with gambling. Let's. That seems like a good discussion point for me. Stick it in the comment section below. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, on to probably what was the smallest storyline of this week, which I suggest means that it's going to be uh, quite a bit bigger next week. And that was uh, Ravi and Nuggets and Nuggets' whereabouts. Um, there's another thing at the start of the week where Ravi uh, is told that Nuggets' phone has been found by the canal. And that's always a worrying mm. place for any phone to be found from a missing person. Um, but Nugget does end up getting in contact this week. Or oh, was it Nugget? I'm just confused like whether it was, whether it was actually supposed to be Nugget or not. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be because Suki obviously gives him a call, so she must have his burner number somehow. Uh, yeah, she this gives is him a thing, phone yeah. call, doesn't she, and leaves a voicemail saying, "Please, can you just get in touch because your dad's really worried." And then he, and then he, and then he does, and then he gets so, a text yeah, message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. So it was Nugget that got in touch. Yeah, which was nice of him. To be fair, like you know, when you know when kids are trying to massively, I mean, you've got all this to come. I hope you're looking forward to when your daughter does a, does a flit. <laughs> And then, you know, your sleepless nights and all that kind of thing. It's coming one day, comes to every parent, telling you. Can't wait. Anyway. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she won't do it for long. Don't worry. You, you, I, bet, I bet you did worse, didn't you? I, I bet you did. No, I, I were an angel. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, all right then. Whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, sort of a, the cherub that you are. Um, so yeah, so Nugget does get in touch with Ravi this week, which sort of sort of settles his mind, but then he kind of gets in he gets in the mind that well anyone could have really messaged him because I own a restaurant, so it's quite easy to find my number or something. And so, the police say that to him as well, don't yeah, they? They say where it's quite unhelpful. It is genuine. Well, <laughs> Cheers, Wolf of Police. Yeah, you don't really kind do of it. Un- kind of understandable when it's not yeah. I mean, even if it had come from Nugget's number, you could argue and say, Well, if somebody has got him for mm. whatever reason that they yeah. could have just sent that unless yeah. you hear his voice and even then you could go i still don't believe that you're safe because i don't actually know mm. where you are so, yeah it's yeah it's funny fair. fair to not believe um, it so denzel decides to hold a vigil in the square for nugget this week and that's quite nice you know everyone's there holding like candles and kim decides to film it for her social so that they can sort of get the idea that everyone needs to be looking for Nugget and find mm. Nugget and hopefully even to fight to for Nugget himself to see it in order for him to come back. Everything's yeah. okay. You're safe. Mm-hmm. Just come, please come back because we're worried about you. And we see Nugget this week and he is sitting in a mysterious flat. Mm. So we know that Nugget's fine. Mm. Uh, we have a fairly good idea where he is. Well, there think... were rollies on the table as well. So I you noticed know, that, that implies yeah, yeah, to yeah. me mm, mm. something dodgy must be going on there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to actually meeting these. I'm, I am looking forward to meeting who we know he's with. I, I am looking forward, and this is the thing. I'm annoying that we're probably not going to be here next week, but I am really looking forward to meeting them because I want oh, to know. True. I want to know what this woman must be like for mm. him to run to her, uh, and for someone like that to be getting involved with someone like Ravi. I feel like this is mm. the sort of woman who would know Ravi quite well. And was sort of know what she was getting herself into when she got with well, Ravi. Well, we know she did because mm. weren't, she, weren't Ravi a drug dealer? Isn't that how he got with her? I'm sure that's what he said before. Oh God, I've got no memory of that. I just think that. Yeah, I'm it... sure that she was. Yeah, I'm sure she basically used to get her drugs from Ravi, and then he ended up sleeping with. Her and I don't her. remember. I don't remember that at all. But he might have mentioned it because I remember he did. Brief, he did briefly talk about his ex at one point. So yeah, you, you yeah, might yeah. Right. 
might be right. But yeah, I'm sort of intrigued to see what this woman's going to be like. Looking at pictures of her, genuinely, I think she's going to slap about 12 people in her first month. She's got that vibe about her, you know what I mean? <laughs> she really has got the vibe of someone quite gobby about her. I'm looking forward to meeting her, as does her daughter. And this is the other thing that's going to be interesting, was the fact that this woman's had two kids with Ravi. All right, so obviously one mm. of them he didn't know about, which means that presumably uh, she's younger. younger. She, yeah, she's younger than Nugget, so that's his younger sister. I do think there was a picture released of all the Panasars, including these two new characters this week. I was really excited about it because actually the thought of injecting some new women into that unit is mm-hmm. a really, really, really good idea. And I didn't notice yeah, it. Was, definitely. I didn't realise it was needed until I looked at that photo. I was just like, oh, that's perfect. That really, really works. I'm excited. We've definitely been missing some females in yeah. the, the Panasar family. Be interesting to see what dynamics they're going to have with Suke, whether she's going to yeah. take them on board as part of the family or is she going to hold them at arm's length? I get the impression, I don't know why, but just from the pictures, I get the impression mm. they are not going to be Suki's cup of tea whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> they look a bit rough but and then... ready for Suki, I think. Very true, but then is she going to take him under a wing, especially the daughter? She might the see daughter, a bit of yeah. at Ross something. Yeah, but I think Priya, I think, is, is, it, is that a name? I can't remember what the character is. I don't remember either, actually. Priya the name. Um, Avana. I oh. want to say it's Priya, but it might not be. It's, a, it's a Avani. Avani. I know the daughter's called yeah. Avani. I think the mum's called Priya. I'm not quite sure. But either mm. way, um, I think that she, the mum is going to definitely clash with Suki. I, I think you're right. I think I can see Avani being taken under Suki's wing. Hundred percent, because I think that mm-hmm. she will look at Avani and think, "Well, I've got, an, I've got another chance to have sort of like a daughter figure in my life because I made such a mess with Ash." Mm. So I think that's going to be really, really interesting. But the mum, for sure, is going to clash with Suki. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing I'm thinking that they will have in common is that they probably all hate Ravi. So yeah. will that work in all of their favour? And will they end up uniting against the Panasar men? Mm, maybe, maybe. Oh, Absolutely. I can't wait. Can't wait for this for this to kick off. I love mm. the Panasars. They're such a great family. Same. I'm so excited. And they have been missing people. It's yeah. good to see the yeah. numbers. Do you think we're ever gonna see do you think we're ever gonna see Ash again? Depends whether actress wants to come back, doesn't it? I would like to see Ash come back, not necessarily full time, but I would like mm. to see Ash kind of come back once Suki and Eva are out. And sort it's, of deal with that hypocrisy. Feels, that yeah. I'd like to see Ash come back and deal with that hypocrisy that she had to deal with. That would be really interesting. It feels important for us mm. as viewers to be able yeah. to see Ash's reaction to it when it does come yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Quite literally. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't think we will, but oh no, I'd like. I'd like. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it, but obviously the Panasars are going to be a bit busy in the coming months. So yeah, that's Mm. exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, Okay, so on to the final story of the week, ladies and gentlemen. And Jay is on the edge. Right, final story of the week, ladies and gentlemen, and we are on to Jay, who really kind of fell off the rails a bit this week, didn't he? Bless him. Um, he has discovered that Nadine uh, is a bit of a, uh, I wouldn't say, oh, well, I mean, she's she's got Ket. She likes a bit of a ketamine of an evening, apparently it relaxes her, apparently it calms her down, and Jay very quickly decides that's a great idea that's going to sort me out that must be cheaper than sleeping next to you every night that works well for me so he starts taking ketamine and i think quite quickly becomes quite dependent on it by the end of the week he's practically like nadine it's at the level when nadine is surprised by the amount that he needs so it's uh the thing about ketamine is i mean not that i know obviously but the thing about ketamine is that that's not a drug that you can just you know sort of take 
and just still carry on with your life if you're proper proper high on it i don't think is it no it's it's a downer isn't it so it's not like like people can be quite functional on kirk if they're mm. used to it yeah whereas cat it's well it's called a kettle isn't it okay yeah K-hole, that's, you, the, that's the official term yeah. for it, isn't it? Yes. Where you go a bit, ooh. Yeah. Know. I've seen, I have seen plenty of people on uh, yeah. in my days, right? Yes. With yes. my job as well, unfortunately, you tend mm-hmm. to see people on all sorts of things. I imagine, um, yeah. And the legs tend to get wobbly. I don't know if that's because you've used a lot or I don't know how common an effect that is, but I've seen people with cat legs. Sorry, I do know a little bit, like I say, in my, uh, in my yes. job. That's the only reason. Again, it's another example of the fact that you can literally get any drug you like in Albert Square. It's very, it's very, very easy. Any drug that I th- comes I to imagine, mind. I imagine in London it's not that difficult, to be fair. Like, there's a lot of gang stuff oh, in sh- London, isn't there? Or am I being up. a... It's all right. My Siri just started to go mad at me there. Carry on. <laughs> it just started... <laughs> you honestly, me? No, it's my Siri. Just decided to go... I just started trying to comment on everything that you were saying. And then it, your words were just appearing on the screen. And then it was having been read back to me. I was like, why? Well, maybe... Well, Siri, we're trying to help us and know everything you're saying is wrong. Sorry, Ray, right. carry on. What you were, what right. were you saying? Anyway, that care is not something to mess with, basically. No. <laughs> and it might get quite dangerous quite quickly. I don't know how long it'd take and how much he's doing, but I'll tell you the main thing I didn't understand, right? Why yes. Nadine was still proceeding to give it to him. Couldn't he have found, couldn't she have been like, here's a number of my guy, go and sort it yourself, because you're getting me mixed up in all sorts here now. Yeah, well, she nearly ends up getting herself arrested this week, because yeah. Callum ends up getting himself involved with this storyline this week. Now, I have to say, I was quite pleased that Callum got involved with this, because I've been saying for a few weeks now that Callum needed something to do, okay? Mm. And Callum very much had something to do this week. Uh, he, he interferes a little bit, but I understood where he was coming from, okay? I got it completely. Um, he, uh, Jay basically drops the drugs out of his pocket. It all happened very quickly. This is a bit bit of a trend at the moment for these stories. that seem to be like Mm. a secret begins, but then it's revealed quite quickly. And I like this. I like this. This is good. Instead of it being dragged out for months and months and end. Mm. It feels like once upon a time, Jay would have just been an absolute mess for months and months before anybody even twigged that there was anything wrong with him. You know, Mm, or he would have nearly... Or we would nearly have like left Lola, left Lexi on like in the middle of the road somewhere, or something like that. You know, something would have gone horrifically wrong, and then someone would finally have realised that something's a bit wrong with Jay. But Callum, me, like practically the next day, uh, spots these drugs falling out of his pocket, and so then he is left with this secret to keep from Ben. And I think it's wise to keep it from Ben at this stage. I have to be honest. I, you know, there's a sort of. I think he's Callum's struggling a bit as to whether to tell him or not, but I think he's made the right decision so far in not telling him because I don't think Ben would react well. I think Jay needs somebody to support him in the way that Callum is supporting him, and mm. Ben would not do that. Ben would go in all guns blazing, all guns blazing, probably kick him yeah. out, yeah, kick him out at flat. Then he'd be then he'd be doing it even more. He'd probably go and move in with Nadine, mm-hmm. pay her rent, yeah, and for rest. So yeah. yeah. I mean, Callum, he 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 was going to go and tell Ben, weren't he? And then Ben, you know, they went, oh, I've got something to tell you. I've got something. No, you go first. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, that I'd be really struggling at the thought of a pizza night, but I'm in a really good place, which is when Callum was like, right, I'm definitely not telling uh, him. Yeah, I mean, in, fa- in fairness, let's not skip over that. Ben's eating disorder storyline is coming oh, yeah, going sorry. on yeah, nicely. Of course, yeah. that's a, that's a, that was sort of a nice moment for Ben this week, that he's mm. he's starting to kind of keep things under control. That's good for Ben, marvellous. Mm. Uh, but yes, you're right. This is the kind of, that's the catalyst to sort of Callum going, right, well, the last thing I need to do now is is uh, tell, tell you that Jay Derail is, Ben. 
yeah exactly so that's interesting um however it does sort of leave leave callum sort of trying to deal with an increasingly unstable jay uh to the point where the pair of them have a little bit of a tear up uh and jay ends up punching him which is never a good idea to do to a copper i think i don't think that's the wisest thing jay could have done it was completely out of order but do you know what it all felt it all felt very in character, actually, for Jay, yeah. what he's been going through this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing I mean, him getting so frustrated and... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm pleased that they've done this with Jay, actually, because this is something that, like, very often when you look back at Jay's history and they do a, a sort of historical storyline of Jay, nine times out of ten, it's normally related to Jace. And mm. this time around, they've actually... Um, kind of addressed the fact the other thing with Jay was that he had quite a bad drug problem at some at one point. So it actually really isn't surprising that he fell quite easily back into old habits uh, mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, because an, an addict is an addict at the end of the day. And and if you've got an addictive personality, which you kind of got to suspect that Jay has, it can re- very, very quickly snowball into something that's uncontrollable. So the fact mm-hmm. that Jay is by the end of the week sort of really dependent on this stuff and even Nadine, who got in the stuff in the first place seems quite surprised by how quickly this is all happening it's i i th- i it's i i like it actually i think it's i think it, there was some really good stuff with jay this week um i'm so pleased that jay's being given so low to material this era because jay jamie balthwick is an amazing actor and he's so often yeah. gets sort of sidelined and becomes a bit mm-hmm. of a community character for months and months and months on end so the fact that jay is front and foremost and Jamie Borthwick can do what he can do is a really, really good move, I think. I'm excited to see sort of see this develop because we've still clearly got quite a long way to go with Jay with this. So it's exciting. I'm pleased. I agree. Do you reckon Nadine's around to stay a bit longer then? I feel not. I feel like, which is a shame because I've got to be honest, I quite like Nadine. I like, I like the actress. And she's got, by the way, the best name in the world. You see what the actress is called? It's the no. best name, the best name that you will ever see. Jazzy Phoenix. What an amazing oh, yeah, name. I, did, I saw that on, um, that on Instagram and I just, I don't know why I assumed it were a real name, but it must it's, be an Insta handle. I thought it was a drag name or something. <laughs> just her Insta it's a great handle, name. I don't know why. It's yeah. a fantastic name. I want yeah. to be called Jazzy Phoenix. I might, I might, I might change it by default. Do you know? Jazzy Phoenix. <laughs> Like it'd it. be um, it'd be very nice to see her backstory because she seems also mm. she's very uh, closed, didn't she? She is. This is what I, I also, do, but there yeah. must be a reason behind why she's doing what she's it's doing. It's kind. Of, she, I think she's kind of an interesting character, which is kind of makes mm. me suspect that we're not going to see very much more of her. Because I, <laughs> I actually agree with you. I would like to know more about Nadine because she mm. actually seems, despite the fact that she is um, sort of doing, she's an escort, and the fact that she takes drugs quite often. She actually also seems to be quite someone who's got it together, weirdly. Yeah, quite you know, screwed on. Yeah. yeah, like she's got quite a kind of down-to-earth view of the world. You know, she mm. gets it. She understands. She was a little bit sort of like perturbed when she when Callum kind of told her what exactly is going on with Jay at the moment. But at the same time, she was sort of like, all right, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that healthy. But if you want to do this, just know that I don't think this is healthy, but okay. So I think, and the fact that, you know, she's got herself a nice flat, she's paying off her student loans, so she's all right. She's got herself together. So I fair play to her. I like Nadine. I wouldn't mind mm. seeing her again. It's interesting. I don't know if we're supposed to be seeing her as kind of like a bit of a villain. I hope not, because I don't think that she is. I think she's just doing I think what Nadine should, does. No, I think she's showing that she's got a bit of heart, like a reaction yeah. when Callum did tell her and stuff. Uh, I think Callum's been a bit harsh on it, but I also totally get why. Oh yeah, no, I get, that I get it. As I well. get it completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
It's and so yeah, so when Callum tries to get Nadine arrested this week, he ends up getting Jay sent into a cell for the night instead, which didn't work out how because it's obviously war for police. Uh, uh, so that's interesting, and so it, it sort of puts Callum and Jay at odds for the rest of the week until the punch eventually happens. I thought we were going to get some sort of scene where Ben was going, uh, "What have you done to your face?" to Callum, but they didn't really have that. So, well, it's one of them that it can just pass off as oh, it happened on I job. Got, I, got it, job really? I got jumped at yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm. interesting. Um, all culminating, by the way, though, in a really, really, really nice scene at the end of the week with Jay, where he basically just dissolves. He, Jamie Borthwick does dissolving into tears so well, it's heartbreaking. He does. He, does it. he, he actually really does. does. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, and he, he just basically, at the end of his tether, like he can't deal with the grief anymore. He doesn't know how to handle it. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just on, he's just on the edge. He's not in a good place, mm. is Jay, bless him. So, yeah, it's really well, sad to see. He had that chat with Keanu, didn't he? Um, yeah, that was swings. a good scene as well, yeah. And I think that was what resulted in him mm. having that breakdown because Keanu was saying, like, oh, you're really lucky to have Lexi and yeah. all of that. And that's that... when Jay had that moment of realisation, I think. Yeah, I mean, that scene actually, to me, illustrated something about this era and the strength of the Clenshaw era because it was two completely unconnected storylines. There was mm. one strand that they had in common and that was what they decided to focus on and to sort of give these two characters a moment to talk about their their own problems and sort of influence each other slightly. I thought that was genius. It really kind mm. of pictures the, the community that is Walford when you have a moment mm-hmm. like that. And this era has become so good at doing those sort of things. I thought it was a really interesting, nice yeah. moment. Matt. It wasn't necessary. It didn't really need to happen. Jay could have worked that out on his own. Callum could have said what, Callum, what Keanu said to him. That would have that would have had the same effect and would have sent the storyline in the same direction. But just having those two characters that don't really interact all that often have that moment, you know, have sharing a beer on the swings. It was just really nice. Liked it. Yeah. Liked it a lot. Really nice scene. Um, so yeah, where does Jay go from here? Do we think is it going to get worse, or do you reckon he's going to try and pick himself up again? Because I suspect he said he said something about counselling this week, didn't he? He did, yeah. So hopefully he's going to use the money he's been paying Nadine to get some counts private counselling. Which let's be honest, he is going to have to go down the private route. And if he's yeah. had the money to pay Nadine, it makes sense for him to go down that line yeah. with Jay. I don't feel like it's the last we're going to see of Nadine there, and I don't know if he's just going to give up the drugs that quickly. It's not that easy, is it? It's not. It's I not mean, that easy. It's only been a week that he's been taking them. It all mm. happened very quickly this week. If yeah, I'm I say it's snow, snowballed. In... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which again, under any other character, would have felt a bit unrealistic because we know Jay's a previous addict. It worked for me. Yeah, I thought. I thought definitely. it made sense. Yeah. There seems to be a bit of a thing with drugs going on. They, yeah, you know, a lot. We've had Gina, yeah. we've had Jay, Nadine. Not getting nearly bored. I'm so. <laughs> now, well, I, I was just about to say, I'm wondering, is this all somehow going to connect to uh, Nugget's mum? Because like I said, I'm sure that's how she knows Ravi, that she used to Maybe, yeah. Is she is it... somehow going to get involved? Maybe, yeah. That would be, be interesting if it, if they ended up going mm. into some sort of big drug ring storyline. I'm all, wondering, the because whole there's year. a lot going around. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? If they did that, I would have to stand up and applaud just for the just for the foreshadowing. That would be that would be genius. That'd be well, clever. Well, if you think about it, and Ravi could be intertwined with them all. I mean, what if Nadine's been getting them off Ravi for all we know? Maybe, maybe. It's interesting. You know? I do, I, I am really looking forward to, to meeting these two, and it might well be something that we didn't realise quite how relevant these two characters are. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me with this era, in all honesty. Really wouldn't, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, So, that was that. Um, Gold Star this week? Jay? Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with Jay, to be honest. 
I'm trying to think. Yeah. It would Jay or Callum for me, and I think it's got to be Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Jay as well. I thought I thought it was great this week. Yeah, really, mm. really good stuff. Really good stuff. Really good performance. Uh, let us know who your gold star would be in the comment section. And talking of comments and talking of emails and talking of general communication with our lovely viewers and listeners, it is now time to hear what you have been saying to us this week. Okay, we shall start with uh, a new person who's emailed us who is simply called Kathy. Okay. Uh, which, like is which, which is a fabulous name. No one's going to knock the name Kathy. Obviously, best name in the world. Kathy uh, says, "Hello, I love your podcast. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, I watch Thank a you. week at a time and then listen to you all every week. I love it when we have the same theories. I've been stewing on one for a while, and this week my gut was screaming with it." I want to take some sort of tablet for that i think that's i think that sounds like a digestive problem uh <laughs> during monday's episode when stacy had her voice over going but whitney was on screen i could not shake the feeling that these are linked i hate that wit is leaving but i strongly think she's going to leave with baby charlie Ooh. i think that lily is going to continue to be overwhelmed but at the same time that wit will be told they didn't make the final cut for fostering i haven't worked out the details yet but my feeling is very strong that's interesting because when it was um all the way back when when both Whitney and Lily were pregnant. I think we kind of thought, oh, well, Lily's baby's obviously going to end yeah. up. Yeah. That was the theory yeah. all those months ago. And obviously mm-hmm. things have gone a little bit different by, since then. But it is more than possible that that could still happen. Uh, and I think that Lily's Definitely. struggling with the baby is interesting. And I think mm. that Whitney would make quite a good foster mother for JB Charlie. So, yeah, I think there's a possibility there. But if she doesn't, the only thing I'd say is if she doesn't make the final cut for the fostering, then she won't be able to foster Lily's baby, would she? Well, it might but, not be done officially. Yeah, true. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if that's the direction that this all ends up taking at all. But then my question to that would be, why does she leave? I don't know if that necessarily sort of answers why because, she would leave Zach because, and then go off on her own. Be- because Lily don't want to watch her bring up her daughter. Maybe, and Zach doesn't want to leave do the square. It in her absence. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I think, um, you know you know what, yeah. Kathy, I think you've got the basis of a good theory there. I think there's possibilities there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to sort of see where it goes. I agree, actually, that I don't think that Lily is going to end up coping with the baby that well. Even though she's got all the support around her, I think it's a very personal thing, isn't it? Mm. So, I yeah, it's interesting. I, I do wonder the- where that's going to go. The only other thing I would say would be, I'm not sure whether Stacey would necessarily allow allow it allow. to do that allow yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. but who knows yeah it could easily go down that route couldn't it let's wait and see uh i've got a comment from our instagram page oh I. rob's gonna abs rob's gonna love this one okay <laughs> so this is from Why? swan neck 22 okay we all know that this lola lookalike is going to fall in love with jay give up the game ben and phil are going to hate her and be absolutely vile to her lexi will struggle to accept her but grow to love her eventually and then they'll all live happily ever after on the square and a wedding and a baby will probably feature in there somewhere along the line too they may all even be written out as a family at some point and go to live somewhere obscure like Milton Keynes along with Bianca. It's all a bit too predictable. Uh, right. Okay. I mean, uh, there's a slight tone of cynicism in that. I <laughs> Do you Keynes, know? Is Milton Keynes obscure? I don't know. It's not that obscure, that, to be that fair, obs- actually. That obscure town, Milton Keynes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with half of that. I okay. wouldn't be that surprised if... We'd see the back of Nadine, and then she comes back in a few months, maybe. Well, reporting. I suppose, I suppose, technically, she does live on the square, doesn't she? She like she lives next exactly. door to the station. So, mm-hmm. 
The thing is, though, I can see something like Ben finding out about her and then sort of driving her away because that's a very Ben thing to do, isn't it? I can sort of see. Yeah, but she's she's an odd nut. She might not allow mm-hmm. that to happen. She's she knows law, so she'd have that on her side. That's true. That's true. But then I, I feel like yeah. yeah, but I also feel like the fact that they could threaten like Callum, I think, would do this more. That like, well, it'd be a shame if your law university found out about what you've been getting up to, and then she kind of runs away that way. Yeah, but if she could prove to Callum that she's, uh, you know, quit the escorting and the drugs, he might, mm. he might warm to her because she's been quite receptive when he's been talking to her about Jay. It's not like she's been like, well, I don't care. She has actually mm. been a bit caring about it. I know she's not necessarily behaved in the right way afterwards, but. Who knows? Watch this space with Jay and Nadine. I think I would like to see. I would like to see more of Nadine because I do like the. I do mm. like the character and I like the actress. I like Jazzy, Jazzy Phoenix. I'm going to change. I'm telling you, I'm going to. If <laughs> I don't a great change, name. It's a great name. At the very least, I'm going to get a new pet and call it Jazzy. <laughs> Jazzy Phoenix, come here. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's the probably short for Jasmine, name. Rob. Oh, that's true. But Jazzy's... Oh, I love it. I've met a Jazzy in my time. Yeah, hey, I love sure it. I love it. I love it. It's the best name that has ever appeared on those credits. Let me tell you that for nothing. I love the name Jazzy Phoenix. Anyway, um, Trudy Barry uh, has said, hmm, I may be overthinking, but Stacey's speech about good slash bad men last week and then Sharon referring to Keanu as one of the good ones seems connected. Also, Ooh. probably my only cleanse your era complaint, but I hate what's happened to Karen's character. She's always been brash, but she was ultimately kind. The last year or so, she has been written increasingly as a bully, and if this is her final storyline, then that will be the legacy of the character. Yeah, I kind of agree. To be honest. I think it's a shame the way that, that Karen is clearly going to be going out. Mm-hmm. I think it's... They are clearly sort of... Clearly they're done with the character. I think that that's pretty evident, you know, and I think yeah. it's... Yeah, can I can, can I say something on that? No, Ree, you can't. So thanks very much for joining <laughs> us, everyone. <laughs> the vibe, the vibe I've got this week with Karen, yeah. especially this week, is uh-huh. and Rocky a little bit actually. Uh-huh. Right, the contracts are coming to an end. We've decided to not renew them. Let's get right in. Really, that, uh, that, okay. that's what it feels like to me on screen. If I'm honest, happens now and again, especially Karen, especially mm. with Karen. Yeah, I think it's it a shame. Feels too. Mm, yeah something yeah. feel natural about it i do think yeah karen is, but rocky i kind of i'm kind of getting i sense that sort of feeling of desperation in rocky that's going to make him do th- stupid things i get it with rocky but with karen i think trudy's nailed it there Ka- Tr- karen normally karen i think would understand the mother side of the situation because karen is mm-hmm. all the, the best yeah. of karen the best of karen has always been when she's been the lioness to her kids that is a woman mm-hmm. that would have done absolutely anything for her kids all right she would throw herself yeah. in front of a bus for her kids with karen at her best mm-hmm. and all of this sort of plotting to bring down another mother doesn't feel true to karen i have to say i think it's the one i think it is a misstep slightly it's a shame it is a real shame like i get it mm-hmm. you know sometimes the writers think you know what I've, we've reached the end of the road with you as a character that happens but it's mm-hmm. a shame to sort of make someone act out of character in order to accommodate that well, sorry, very quickly, something we didn't mention, the little What's bust that? of Sharon and Karen, Sharon and Karen had in the like pub where... I've got no issues with them not with them not being friends, all right? I've got, I've got mm. no issues with them falling out. We Some of the most iconic feuds in EastEnders have been between different mothers, all right? That's not a problem. You know, we look all the way back at um, Kathy and Lou, for God's sake. You know, that's mm. the sort of same sort of basis. But 
it's 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 a shame to sort of see Karen going this heavily in this direction, I have to say. But yeah. we'll see how it all plays out. It may write itself before Karen's exit. I hope it does, as she isn't just vile all the way up to her exit, because otherwise there's not going to be that much sympathy for her if and when she becomes a crispy fried Karen. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us or if you would like to give us a comment or a question or anything like that, you can do something to do with the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark. You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at E20AfterDarkPodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee for when we next meet up, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. Thank you very much, Ree. So, as we said at the start of the show, probably not here next week because uh, I'm going to Italy. Buongiorno. <laughs> not Buongiorno. at all jealous, are we? No, I'm going to Rome. I'm going to Pompeii. Mm. I'm having a right little trek around Italy. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be marvelous. Bellissima. I love Italy. I'm so excited. I love Italian food. Yeah. I love the Italian language. The whole thing is just so romantic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Very, very excited. I'll bring you back a um, a piece of spaghetti or something like that. A piece of spaghetti. Fantastic, Rob. But it's different if it's Italian. It's official spaghetti. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There we go. Maybe uh, a fridge magnet. Well, you know, okay. I wasn't really planning on spending that much, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, tight, tight. Uh, but either way, if something mammoth happens next week, then we'll try and yeah. get some form of something to you. But if not, yeah. we will see you a week on Saturday. Okay, so bear with us until then. We will miss you terribly. Uh, and until we see you next, it is goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Bye. Bye. Bye.